Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. So here we are again, empowering chats with Susan Burrell, and we're riffing on the word empowerment for 2020. And we're now on the second E in the word empowerment. And when I was working this word, it brought up all sorts of interesting stuff. So I'm just going to throw it out there for you to think about for over the next uh, few weeks. The word is emancipate. And emancipate means to free from restraint or influence. And I use it as freeing from the inner bondage, the things that are keeping us stuck. So freeing yourself from your past beliefs or your past story or the, the thing that you run around with all the time. Emancipate yourself from that. Release it so that you can live an empowered life in 2020 and beyond. <laughs> and here's our show for today. So... Today, we're celebrating uh, that this is the 100th episode of Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. Uh, I really can't believe it. In some ways, it feels like we did 100 years ago, and in other ways, it feels like we kind of just started, you know, like that whole uh, idea of just being creative and uh, producing empowering chats that are hopefully inspiring you and empowering you and are thought-provoking. So today is the 100th episode and it's a big deal actually because uh, it gives you more freedom to do other things. When I was in network television, I remember it was always exciting when the show hit 100 because that meant it could be sold into syndication, which meant huger revenues for um, the executive producers, writers, you know, stars, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but this 100 in podcasting is, is different. Um, to be honest, I don't exactly know what uh, it will open up. Um, but it definitely is a milestone, right? 100, a milestone. And it's interesting that it's occurring right now during this month that the theme is emancipation, which um, I believe it is more free from inner bondage, your inner thoughts, your inner belief systems, the fears, the anxiety that's holding you down or back or keeping you from being more uh, of who you are and feeling empowered. And um, hmm, I got to be straight up with you. I am in inner bondage. I am having issues. I'm having so many issues. Let me tell you, my issues are that the time of this recording, we are still in the experience of the COVID-19. We are still in the experience of fear. And the fear is so becoming so um, amped up, even though many people, everyone has, 
we've been in isolation, quarantine, lockdown, social sheltering at home, social distance, masked up, you know, whatever you want to call it. And as an empath, I'm having a challenge because I can feel it. And when I'm in my home where I, you know, do practice spiritual practice uh, of radiating love and radiating light and being that. And that's what I do when I do my zoom calls and teach classes. It's, it's radiating a higher vibration than fear. I'm, I'm good. It doesn't get me, but now we're beginning to come out and be able to socialize even with a mask, right? Where you can't see what's going on with the person. I'm actually smiling right now. But really, can you tell? And um, so for me, I am learning a lot about myself um, that I personally, and this may be true for uh, many others, I personally need to see the entire face um, to understand what's being said, to understand that the person I'm having a conversation with understands me. And, um, and this hit me like smack dab this last week. And I, I felt like I couldn't trust if I'm always talking to somebody who has a mask on like this. I don't see recognition or love in their eyes. I, I kind of see a deadness, you know, it's like a lot of people are walking around. Well, I guess I'm safe if I have this mask on. I guess I'm safe, you know, if, if I don't touch anybody or stand too close, I guess I'm safe. So really what I see may not be true, could just be my opinion, is a deadness in the eyes. So here we are able to go out and have food that's not of our making, you know, and eat outside with friends or family, um, be able to kind of go out and shop again and support our local um, businesses yay for that but there is still this fear low-grade fear in fact i can feel it in my solar plexus as i'm talking it's a low-grade fear that everybody has because a we don't know what the new rules are well we know what the rules are because somebody in authority is telling us what the rules are and that really kicks up my rebel inner rebel but we really don't know what the new way of being is, what it's gonna look like. And, and what I do know about chaos, and I've talked, to it, uh, talked about this earlier on my shows, is that it looks like everything's falling apart. It looks like things are crumb crumbling or people are, are dying or systems are falling apart. And, and chaos is necessary for a new way, a new system to come through. And the chaos begins to build that system. So um, I know that. I know that. I, I feel it. I practice it. I allow it as much as possible. But I got to say, I feel enslaved. I feel like there is some sort of bondage happening uh, and this could just be me. You guys don't have to listen to the rest of the podcast if you don't want to. 
but it feels like there is a, a, a new bondage that's occurring. And, um, and maybe that's just because I have no clue. I have no clue. So the other day, uh, this word came to me, dichotomy. I had to look it up again because I've been feeling like there's a dichotomy happening as we enter back into the world. You know, there's, there's the protesting of lives matter, black lives matter, cops lives matter, you know, but the bottom line is everybody's life matters. <laughs> but there's this dichotomy and dichotomy means division or contrast between two things that are represented as being opposed or entirely different. So it's not really a paradox, it's a dichotomy, a contrast or division between two things that are being represented as opposed or entirely different. Now, what that brings up for me, and maybe it's happening for you, is this pushback, right? This pushing, I'm, I'm, I'm opposed to walking around with a mask on my face all the time. That's me, right? Other people aren't. And when I go out in the world and I see that most of the people are, are masked up because that's what somebody told us we all had to do and they made it kind of scary and threatening, um, I'm opposed. It, it, it feels entirely different from how we as human beings, as divine sparks of light are supposed to live our life. It's entirely different. We're not supposed to be wearing masks and not being able to see people's faces to understand and not even understanding the new body language, right? There's a new body language like, don't touch me, you know? Don't, uh, don't walk next to me. So the dichotomy of this new way of being, I am hoping and praying is a temporary thing. That opposition, that being entirely opposed. This is the stuff I believe is also going on with all the protests. You know, there is an appearance of opposition. Now, I'm not talking about the people that have been murdered, killed by other people that whose consciousness is just not evolved by people that are in fear. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the opposition that begins to make us believe that we're different from one another, that we're completely different from one another, no matter what color your skin is, we're not different. No matter what your sexual preferences, we're not different. Because the truth is, the universal truth that is about the human race is that we are all sparks of light. And that light is our key to unlock the shackles of our minds, the shackles of our belief systems. It is the key to unlock your front door and walk out feeling free, feeling able to live your life from a place of freedom and brilliance, opulence, empowerment. 
And the more we give away the keys to our freedom, the more we become shackled. Just have to think about that for a second, right? <sighs> 100 episode, thought it would be a happy time, right? Woohoo! Oh no. So, so I have such a blessed life in that doing what I do as a podcaster and previously a, a radio, a broadcast radio host is I have amazing um, publicists that send me amazing books written by people that are exploring or yeah, I guess exploring uh, not only who they are, but how they can serve humanity. Um, I've had amazing interviews with people. Um, you can go back and listen to some of them. They're on the podcast now um, with Greg Braden, Joe Dispenza, Byron Katie, Terry Cole Whitaker, Richard Bach, um, Amika Swami, quantum physics, you know? So uh, I get these books from these people and it's just such a relief to me to find kindred spirits out there in the world, people that are out there making a difference, people that are out there teaching people how to raise their vibration, raise it out of fear, out of anger, out of illness and dis-ease, and bring it yourself or themselves up to a higher level of attunement, if you will, with a higher consciousness because the stuff we're seeing that invokes fear and anger is a very low survival consciousness and that low survival consciousness is the thing that keeps us stuck in not having our full expression of life so i was given a book by Paul Selig. He is um, a, a channeler. He's been channeling um, a group for many years. This is called Beyond the Known Realization. Okay, Beyond the Known Realization. And that's kind of what I'm talking about here, this dichotomy where there feels or appears to be a division or contrast that is opposed to or entirely different from what we are experiencing or feeling, this um, place where we, where we may still feel free, but the illusion is that we aren't, right? And to realize that there is something bigger, deeper, higher going on uh, consciously, in consciousness. I'm not talking about the outer world. I'm not talking about the manifest world, the material world. I think hopefully in the last few weeks, months, we have all hopefully recognized that there is a lot we don't need, right? There's a lot we don't need. I don't need that extra pair of pants or I don't need five mixing bowls. I don't need whatever it is that we've all been holding on to in our own private spaces. 
And there's that place of, I don't need this belief system that I've been harmed, or I don't need this belief system that they did me wrong. I don't need the belief system anymore that I'm worthless, that I am not seen or heard. I don't need that belief system anymore. You know, whatever it is that hopefully came up for you and you investigated while you were in this quarantine state. So this book, I just, you know, so I open books. I just open them up. I, sometimes I read from beginning, front to back, but this one I opened up in the middle and he's talking about how, what is happening in order for us to come out strong in the sense of anchored in a higher consciousness, there needs to be a recognition that there is a past. And the recognition that that past cannot inform our future. Now, this is a, this is a spiritual principle that I've talked about often, that precedent, something that happened before, does not mean it's going to be repetitive. It does not mean it's going to happen again, unless we choose for it to, unless we go unconscious and allow it, right? So he says, he's talking about also that, and which is what I think we're experiencing is what was, you know, before we entered into this sheltering in place thing, what was, is completing whatever that is maybe it was your job i'm sorry maybe it was a relationship maybe it's the political scene or the economic scene or whatever but we are we have been in a state of completion and whenever something completes there is automatically a new beginning that's part of what ks does it deconstructs so that something new can come out of it so he's saying that um, to complete a life that has been lived requires you to say that the present and the future is no longer decided by the past. The present and the future is no longer decided by the past. And the reclamation of the new may be claimed by me in specific ways. So, what he goes on to say is, um, in order to decide on how to live into your future, you have to be present with now and decide anew that what you experienced was historical. Well, we've certainly lived through a historical marker, right? But what he's also talking about is that the history is your history or history. And, uh, and that, that means that it definitely is in the past. And the more we go back to find out the who, what, why past stuff is how history recreates itself. Okay. That's my take on it. So the data of history may not be relevant to the moment you stand in because the moment you stand in is your true inheritance this moment. This is the true inheritance. And in this moment, we get to choose, even though we're all walking around looking like this with a mask on our face, we get to choose. We still have choice. That's the freedom to have choice. And so then 
okay, going back to what I shared earlier where I got just smacked with fear, walking around with anxiety, being empathic. I go out in the world and I have covered with other people's anxiety and fear and, and anger. And I, and I just am getting more and more anxious and angry. But what I do know when I stand in this moment of my true inheritance, the truth of who I am as a spiritual being, the truth of who I am as a human being, then whatever that fear, anxiety, anger is, it's not my life. Well, it can be, it can be our lives. I mean, we're certainly watching people who are claiming it to be their lives. And that has been historical as well, right? But it doesn't have to be my life. It doesn't have to be your life. That place of, of constant anxiety and fear. Because my true inheritance, and I know this for you as well, my true inheritance is to be happy, is to experience the richness of my life. My true inheritance and yours is to be love, love and to love. And evidently it's to love more than we ever have in our lives. Not just the outer world, but starting with ourselves to love ourselves more than we ever have in our life. And so for me, that means in those moments of anxiety and fear, I'm going to start crying. This is ridiculous. That the best way to combat that, well, that's a vulgar word now, isn't it? The best way to deal with your anxiety, fear, anger, is to sit down and love yourself up. Sit with yourself. Recognize that you have those feelings going on. I'm talking to myself now, can you hear it? And acknowledge that those are the feelings you have. You know, to put on a mask and say, it doesn't matter, it doesn't affect me, is lunacy and ludicrous. Because it does affect us, each of us. And there are so many of us out there that are really attempting to walk in the light and the love that we are, are really attempting to be of service to our fellow beings. Um, globally, globally. So while there may be protocol of doing this, wearing a mask, social distancing, the first protocol needs to be in taking care of ourselves, needs to be loving ourselves first, acknowledging when we feel angry or scared or anxious and loving ourselves more allowing ourselves to be okay with that. That doesn't mean you go out and act on it, right? That doesn't mean you go out and do things that people are doing, protesting or beating people up or shooting, whatever. But as, as a divine being on the planet right now, it is my job our job 
to literally turn away from the fear, turn away from the what if this is the next several years of wearing a mask and social distancing, what if the what if the what if, and, and there's lots of people that are gonna tell you what they've read or heard or seen in the news and the news is so different. That's the dichotomy. A division or contrast between two things that, that are represented as being opposed or different. And everybody's going to the news and going to the authorities that are telling us what we're supposed to do. And I am choosing not to do that. And I am really attempting to make my best effort to stand in my own authority. And my authority is divine. My authority is love. My authority is truth with a capital T. That there is no thing and no one that can actually destroy me or my life unless I allow it. <sighs> How you claim in any moment your true inheritance is abiding in the grace to realize who is claiming the experience. That's what Paul Selig says. The divine that is ever present in you, as you, in fact, seeks to infuse every moment of your expression so that you may manifest the divine. So that means to me um, that now is the time. Now is the time to really contact that source within you with the intention that it is for the highest good of all, with the intention that it harm none, with the intention that you serve all, not just one particular faction or grouping, but all. And to serve with light, with love. Yeah, and I'm gonna say the F word, forgiveness. To serve with forgiveness. And I believe, and I'm going to invoke the T word, trust. I am going to trust that doing these things of loving myself more than I ever have and therefore loving others more than I ever have because it's just a natural result of loving yourself more. You can love others more. That I'm going to trust that that is going to be the thing that's going to cure all, that's going to allow these masks to come down. And isn't it interesting? We've all been walking around with masks on our face, but we just didn't know it, right? We went out into the business world, masked up, right? Suited up. We went out into relationships, kind of protected. And here we are now with a flimsy piece of cloth over our face, unless you bought the plastic shield thing. And we're still masked up. So I want to invite you on the 100th episode of Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. I want to invite you to contemplate what I talked about. Um, if you want to reach out to me, and you can through my website, susanburrell.com. Email me, 
let me know what you think. I also have a Facebook group, Live Your Empowered Life. This is a group where we're doing this kind of work, where we're learning how to love ourselves more than we ever have, where we are learning how to celebrate our brilliance, shine our lights, develop from the inside out that light that we are, that love that we are, so we can be the new leaders in the new world. So if you're interested in that, and some really cool meditations that go in the group and some really cool workshops that I'm doing. Uh, I invite you to go join the group, Live Your Empowered Life on Facebook. And meanwhile, contemplate the dichotomy we're in and contemplate the freedom we can be and we can express simply by being love and light. Thanks for listening. 100. Woohoo. And I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can see all of the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at So that's it for today. See you next time.